What is up, After Hours entrepreneurs? Thanks for being here, Mark Savant, and I'm thrilled to just have a few minutes of your time today. Honored, in fact, really honored to be part of your day. There's some really exciting stuff happening in the digital landscape right now. Some really exciting stuff that you absolutely must hear about. All the After Hours entrepreneurs, I know you're putting in that extra hours hustle. I know you're putting in the extra hours time and you want to make sure you get paid off. Well, I'm going to tell you some information today that I think is going to be really, really relevant to you. And for all the podcasters out there, I'm going to have a few points at the end of the episode to help you grow your podcast. That's what I'm here to help you do to create better content and less time so you can focus on what you love. But first, I got to talk about social audio. Social audio is completely exploding right now. If you're new here, you may not be aware, but if you've have been listening that you understand that I'm a big fan of Clubhouse and the way that it's evolving, the way that humans communicate and interact with one another. Clubhouse is an incredibly powerful tool for networking. And the first time I logged into Clubhouse, I was immediately drawn in by the ability to engage with people in real time. And as an avid podcaster, someone who's been creating podcasts for many years now, I've found that it is incredibly difficult to get real-time engagement. I mean, face it, I'm talking to you right now, but you don't really have a way of speaking back and engaging with me, which by the way, I really want to engage with you. If you'd like to hop on a call with me, I would absolutely be honored to hop on a call to chat more about what I can do for you and the rest of the After Hours community. Hit me up. I'll put a link below so we can schedule a time. But that said, in the podcasting world, it's really hard to get that engagement and To me, that's been something that's always been missing. In video sphere, let's call, let's say YouTube as an example. YouTube is a great way that you can create great content that people will love and enjoy, but can also engage right back with you. They can give you comments, they give you feedback. It's, It's a huge deal. Super chats are a huge way that you can actually drive revenue and income while also getting engagement out of your communities. But in podcasting, it's never been here. Audio only hasn't been here. And... I think that's been a big area of opportunity. And what we're seeing right now evolve with these social audio experiences is I think we're looking at what social audio is going to look like. So I just kind of want to break it down just a little bit because there's a few platforms that are going through this war. You might've heard of the streaming wars, you know, Netflix versus Disney plus versus Amazon prime versus HBO max versus there's a lot of them out there. You're starting to see that happen with social audio clubhouse kind of broke the seal. Now we've got Fireside, Twitter Spaces, Green Room is a hot new one that was just acquired by Spotify. There's some really exciting platforms, but where should you be spending your time? Who's going to win? You don't want to dedicate dozens and dozens or hundreds of thousands of hours to one platform and then it goes the way of the dodo bird and goes goes missing. You don't want that. The, the reality is, the answer is you got to be testing them all. You got to be trying them all. And I know there's a lot of naysayers out there that will say, Mark, you're nuts. I've tried Green Room. I hated it. I couldn't find a good room. It sucks. I'm just going to stick to Clubhouse. And that's cool. I get that. But if you think that you could try something once and then that's it, you're wrong. The the other, I think, fallacy that people will share is you'll see someone who spent a lot of time in one platform. A lot of time they've built up equity. They've built a tribe. They've built a team. They've built community. And they will... Always tell you, never try the new thing. They're going to say, don't try the new thing. It's not good. It's bunk. We don't like it. It's not fleshed out yet. And you know why that is? It's because they're already all in. They've already decided to go all in. They've already made up their mind. They're not, they're not actually going to give it a legitimate try. 
You know what I'm saying? So you need to be able to recognize when someone is actually giving you valid information that you should act on, or is this something that I should actually try for myself? And listen, as an after hours entrepreneur, I'm spending a lot of extra hours effort to achieve my dreams, just like you are. We're in this together. And there's no guarantee that it's going to work out. However, I believe that if you focus on continuously learning the new technologies, learning the new systems, learning how to communicate a message to human beings, there is no way you can fail. That's that's my thesis. There is no way you can fail. If you continue to learn, evolve, and try new things and really actually get good at communicating, you cannot fail. You cannot fail. You know, your first, second, third, fourth, fifth business might fail, but you are going to be able to provide, listen, at the end of the day, this is what entrepreneurs do, right? We create and deliver value. We create value, okay? And maybe it's not your first, second, or even your 10th idea that create value, right? Maybe it's your 11th idea that creates value. But if you continue to learn and you're able to provide value to the marketplace, if you're able to communicate, if you're able to break through the noise, then you are going to be of substantial value to the marketplace. So that's kind of my message for you today. I'm still going to be hosting my clubhouse rooms every Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Grow your podcast. You know it. You love it. You'll be there. But I'm also going to be testing out some of these other platforms. I'm definitely trying Green Room out. I've already started in that platform. I don't even think there's a million downloads of this app yet. So it is new. It is fresh. It is the time to get in, to stake your claim. And I'm going to be one of those naysayers right now. I've tried Green Room. I haven't been super impressed with it. For me, it's been difficult to actually find a room that really resonates with me. And it really speaks to me. I haven't found my tribe there. But there's a few things that Green Room does really well. A, it's got built-in recording. So you don't have to jump through hoops to record like you do with Clubhouse. It has in-app texting features. You can actually have a live chat and text. It also allows you to share GIFs or GIFs or whatever. I Actually, I should know this. I don't know if it's GIFs or GIFs. You tell me. I'll go with GIFs for now. So you can do GIFs in Green Room. It also has its own digital currency. Green Room has its own digital currency. So there's a lot of really exciting things that are coming with Green Room. And like with any new app, it's going to evolve. But my recommendation is give it some time. Get in there and play with it. Donate donate some of your time to learning and playing in Green Room because you don't know what's going to take off. You don't. It could be the next Bitcoin. It could be the next Dogecoin and it goes to the moon. You know what I mean? We just don't know. Uh, but What I can say is that if you continuously try new things and you're continuously learning, you are going to be able to provide massive value to the marketplace because there are going to be a lot of new apps, a lot of new technologies, a lot of new ideas. And I want to, I want, I want you to be on that, that ship when it starts going really, really fast. Once that motor starts humming, I want you to be the captain of that ship. So make sure you're trying the new stuff. Okay. I, I just need to get it off my chest before we started talking strategy and direct tactics, which you know, I love to share. I had to talk about this because it's it's blowing up everywhere and we needed to let my uh, opinion kind of source. So I appreciate that. And I want to hear from you again. Hit me up, link below. I want to hear from you directly about what you're excited about, what you like about the podcast too, by the way, what, what I can do better to better serve you. Because again, that's what we're here to do. We're here to provide value. So now that that's out of the way, now that we've talked about the elephant in the room, the social audio platform starting to expand and take over and fight one another. I just want to, I actually want to tackle another, this is the pink elephant in the room, all right? The pink elephant in the room I'm going to talk about is 
are these social audio apps going to completely eat away podcasts? And the, the answer is yes and no at the same time, okay? The, the reality is that the social audio platforms are competing in a very similar state space to traditional podcasts, okay? If I was traditionally listening to my favorite podcast on Wednesday night, but now there's a clubhouse room on Wednesday nights, I'm going to be conflicted. I can't be in two places at once. So I might choose the clubhouse room over the podcast, which might lead to less downloads on your podcast. And I think that is something that could really happen. It, it definitely something could happen. There are a few differences, though. I find that a podcast is a really phenomenal place to better serve or better cater a program to a listener. You know, in those live rooms, those live clubhouse rooms, they can go a long time. You know, you could be in there for an hour before you get something that's really tangible or valuable. Hopefully not. If you're in my rooms, that is not going to happen, okay? And if it is, then it's just probably not the room for you. But with a podcast, you can almost within the first minute, understand, okay, this is going to be something that's valuable for me. I'm going to learn something from this. And then if you do, then you're probably going to come back in the future. Okay. So podcasts are not going away. There's also the evergreen nature of a podcast. You can go back and listen to your favorite episode time and time again. You can discover a new podcast. Shout out to all my new listeners here, by the way. There's some great episodes of this podcast. You can listen to my conversation with Pat Flynn, David Meltzer, Evan Carmichael, Jasmine Starr, Marissa Romero, the list goes on. Like the best of the best entrepreneurs in the space of creative works. They're here and they're sharing their best tips, okay? But it's not like a clubhouse room where it's here today and gone tomorrow. You can listen to this in perpetuity. My grandkids are gonna be able to listen to this content, right? So there's a lot of value there as well. Plus what my focus is, is on repurposing and getting maximum value for your time. Podcasts are still a great way to do that. There's gonna be some cannibalization from your podcast via all these apps that are starting to pop up. That's true. But if you continue to try the new things, if you continue to innovate and improve, you're going to, you're going to rock, you're going to be great. And, and quite frankly, I'm going to keep giving you the the tools and the stuff that's working for me here on the after hours entrepreneur. So you don't actually have to go out and fail at everything. Although I would encourage you to go out and fail, but you don't have to go out and fail at everything. Let me do the failing for you and I will help you grow more quickly. I'll help you create better content in less time. That's what we're going to do here. We've talked a lot about podcasting. We've talked a lot about the social audio apps, which are becoming a big deal. But I want to talk to you a little bit about what you can do now to grow your podcast. I want to talk to you about how you can grow your podcast today. And in my Saturday morning clubhouse room, a gentleman comes on stage and is saying, you know, Mark, I'm trying to grow my podcast. I'm located in Pittsburgh and I'm primarily dealing with local businesses around here, but I'm just not getting the traction that I want through my podcast right now. And we kind of started breaking down his questions and his story a little bit more in detail. And he really wants to reach a national audience, okay? This gentleman, he's, he wants to be national. But what we kind of came to realize is that you don't need necessarily to have a national audience if you have a really strong local audience. If you've got a strong core local audience, that can grow, it can blossom into other things. And if you're trying to actually monetize your show, spoiler alert, running ads or sponsors is not necessarily the best way to monetize your show. There's a lot of great ways that you can monetize your show. And for this young man, that's, that's what he wants to do. He wants to make money. You know, he's spending a lot of time, a lot of effort on his podcast. He wants to make money. 
and this kind of goes back to something we talked about earlier. You're going to make money if you can provide value to the marketplace. What value do you bring to the marketplace? The more value you bring, the more value you get back, the more money you get back. That's, that's just how it works. If you are bringing massive value to a local marketplace, you are going to get that massive return back. You do not need to reach a national audience or an international audience. You need to build a loyal, rabid community of 1,000 true fans. And I think that by really tapping into your local market, that might be an area of opportunity for you. And I want to give you a few reasons why. If you can become very well known for a specific niche in your local marketplace, who's you're, you're top of mind, baby. You've got the respect. You've got the resume. People trust you. They know you. They're going to refer people to you. So get, get, dig into the local marketplace. I'm actually right now reached out to several local large real estate offices and I'm organizing and arranging times to go in there and put on presentations for these local offices. I'm going to be teaching real estate agents how to build their brand online, how to leverage a video podcast to do that. And I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about it. Okay. But I'm not going internationally. I'm going locally. I'm going to these local markets because I want to bring on local realtors. I want to be known in the local market as being the guy who can help you launch a podcast, create amazing content without going nuts with all the processes. Do it faster. Do it quicker. Do it better, right? And there's certain steps and processes you can put in place to do that. So I'm going to be going out and I'm be teaching seminars to local real estate agents. Fully vaccinated, by the way, I got I got that out of the way. So that, that'll help. That's a way to overcome that objection right away. Well, you know, COVID, I'm vaccinated, so we're good. I'm going to come in. We're going to do a great presentation. You're going to feel good about it. The other thing that happens is as a podcast host who's delivering value to a local community, you're going to become the host of the party. Everyone's going to want to know you. You're going to be the cool guy. And, and I love the way that Gary Vee puts this. If you don't know who Gary Vaynerchuk is, amazing, just really, really spectacular speaker. But he always puts it this way. When you become the host of the party in high school, your popularity level just jumps through the roof. You could have been a mid-level average guy, but now all of a sudden, you're the guy whose parents are out of town every weekend. And all of a sudden, you just your popularity skyrockets. The same thing can happen if you have a successful podcast. Whether you're tackling wedding dresses or eating healthier or exercise, become known in your local market. It's an incredibly powerful way of growing your income on the local level, providing more value to people, being more well-known, and then eventually that can expand out to something larger. Again, it's, it's this theory that you know the more niche down you are, the faster you'll grow, the stronger you'll grow. So start niche, and again, your local audience could be a great place to do that. As you are introduced to more people, you can also do more introducing. Again, it's that being the host of the party, being the person that knows people is inherently very, very valuable. In particular, in my opinion, on a local level because you're able to connect people together. And I, I just really want everyone to kind of think about this. I think that the biggest mistake that I made personally when it comes to podcasting was starting too broad. And quite frankly, I'm still niching down. We're still cleaning it up. We're still improving regularly over here at Mark Savant Media. But the more I learn, the more doors I open, the more opportunities seem to present themselves. There's going to be ups, there's going to be downs. But my challenge to you is keep trying the new thing and keep trying to niche down. Keep trying to define who it is that you speak to. Because the sooner you start speaking the language of the person that's listening, 
the sooner your podcast and your business is going to take off. Listen, this is Mark Savant. You've been listening to After Hours Entrepreneur, and we are on this journey together. And I'm honored that you take a few minutes to spend your valuable time with me helping you grow your show, grow your digital brand, and creating better content in less time. I'll catch you next time on the After Hours Entrepreneur. Now go create something great and try something new. And one last time, down below, there's a link. Hit me up. I want to connect with you and chat with you. I will talk to you soon. It's Mark Svant signing off. Peace.